Aston Thorpe United have lost 4-0 at home to Exeter City this afternoon. Love it. Oh, there we go. Uh, good evening, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, uh, Garrett, uh, Ian, I'm going to put you on. Uh, just breaking up again a bit. That's all right. Well, it'll kick back in. in put second, your glasses right? back on, Matt. you got your static. <laughs> it's all a static. I'm getting off here. <laughs> it'll come back. It will come back. Sounds like you're underwater. <laughs> it's going all right, everybody. I promise. Uh, we are joined, hopefully, <laughs> by... by it's, no. it's like uh, crickets. Do you wanna? If do you wanna? If you shut it down, and be where I am. <laughs> if you wanna shut it down and come back in again, it might. Oh, um... That swamp again, Macca. You're all good here. I might kick him out, but if I do, I don't know if it bans him. <laughs> be a bad thing. There, there we go. Okay, cool. Oh, no. You, you I can hear you. Can you hear us, Mecca? Can you hear us? I can hear you clear. You're clear. You haven't got your you haven't got your fingers on the, the, the microphone, have you? No. That's you you're like a bit clearer now. He had you know. No, no, no. We are this is gonna oh, be I wouldn't have been able to hear you guys, would I, you Doyle? <laughs> This is going to be chaos. I love it. Nothing uh, changes. We, we we are all joined by John McDermott and Gary Charles. Uh, you have sent in your questions, and uh, this is going to be probably uh, the most fun since um, a certain somebody left the building. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I guess, gentlemen, first of all, thank you very much, um, Gary. First time on. Where are you now in the world, and what are you up to? Yeah, um, I left college a few years ago, um, doing the football academy there. And since then, um, well, since COVID has allowed, uh, started up a business in Warrington, doing a uh, gravity trampoline park and also um, a New York theme pub, which has uh, just started going where it needs to now after, um, you know, a bit of an awful time for everyone, really. I can imagine both of those did not suffer very, did not, Oh, hospitality, well. yeah. What a thing to get in uh, two years ago. I think it was a month before COVID hit that we uh, started up. Oh, my God. Mr. All... Lucky Strikes again. He'd, he'd just come back from Wuhan sampling a New York restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, I mean, we need one of them over here, never mind Warrington. Well, that was the plan two years ago, but we're obviously two years behind now. So uh, maybe, I've maybe. Got in one the in the garden. Future. <laughs> last last week I had three in my garden. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all Gary did. He just went out with a massive net. <laughs> <laughs> and and Maka, how's life treating you? Okay, not too on? bad. I've gone back to the college. Uh, I've gone back there. I'm doing like uh, working. With Can't me. believe they've had him back. I know. Dragged me back for morale. But uh, no, I'm doing. Uh, is I'm not doing good? football. I'm not doing football. It's uh, I'm doing fitness for the uniform services. Uh, oh, wow. Doing the PT for that, and then obviously a bit of casual teaching, which is quite funny, really, because I never even went to school. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's an experience to say the least. And then, Ian, how is everything from you? Bruce says you've never been on the podcast in the last like six months. Yeah, Bruce says I've never been on. And I'll tell you what, right at the start of this, when we went live, the first thing I was thinking is, the guy on the fishy that called us unprofessional. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's what we are. Um, I mean, if anybody wants to pay us, you're more than welcome to. Um, <laughs> I mean, Paul. Paul's question is rude, uh, kind of. It's the most upvoted. And he said to both of you, who was the worst chairman you played under? <laughs> 
Uh, mine's easy because I only had a couple of chairmen at um, at Grimsby, and they were Pete Ferno yeah. and Mr. Carr. So oh, I got on well. I got on well with both of them. So over to you, Macca. <laughs> yeah. No, they were all all right. Honest. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah, I think everyone knows mine. <laughs> no, Mr. Uh, to be oh. fair, I had a couple of good chairmen, Mr. Ferno um, and Mr. Carr. Couldn't have asked for a lot more, really. Apart from Mr. Ferno, who used to tell everybody what we was earning everywhere he went, which which didn't go down too well. But uh, especially was it was embarrassing if we were earning a lot. Um, but yeah, Mr. Carr was just a fabulous man. So I was lucky in my time. Yeah, I'd say he's probably the best. The best. What was it? What was he like to deal with then? He seemed to be quite a. I think he got a lot of stick. I mean, in hindsight, he was he shouldn't have had any. But Mr. Um, Carr, yeah, how? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. He was, he was best guy going about. He was like he'd talk to you if you was if there was about two hundred people in the room, he'd talk to you if you was the only one. I couldn't th- thank him enough. Uh, and to be honest, we would probably run through a brick wall for him. So if we didn't have a manager, we'd play for him. We'd play for him. You alone. felt you felt wanted and needed and really appreciated by Mr. Carr. Everything you yeah. do, did, yeah. And he uh, was, yeah, he, was, he, made, he was part of the the feeling at the time at the football club um, that was part of the team spirit. Yeah, and it wasn't just the lads. It, it ran through to the the boardroom. But his wife was lovely. Josie's lovely. Yeah, the family. His, yeah, his sons are top draw. The old family. Yeah. I mean, I was there twenty odd years, and I think it was only Mr. Carr's house that I actually got in an invite to, to uh, or the team did. Uh, yeah, but that was only once, Macca, as well. Yeah, well, God, you only get invited once, don't you? Yeah, well, we <laughs> did. We, we did raid his fridge, didn't we? <laughs> No, like I say, he he sort of he partly generated the team spirit with everybody because it was when I first came, you know, it was such a homely club, uh, uh, and every all the lads got on brilliantly. But as I say, you walked into the the boardroom and it was just the same there, so you couldn't have felt more at home. Uh, Trev wanted to know from uh, from you, Gary, saying one for Childs. It's often seemed a choice between you and Tommy Watson, who. Who played? Who had more flair? What? Tommy could mix it up, but who was more successful up the pier? <laughs> <laughs> a choice between that's upset me. A choice who played? Um, Trev, it's your no, fault. To be fair, to be fair, at the time I had a terrible mullet and a terrible tash, uh, which my, my mate should have told me how it looked. So that that wasn't fair on them. I'll blame them. So definitely, Tommy had the most look because as soon as he turned up in one of those shell suits, he was away. The girls loved it. <laughs> and his pubic kings. Yeah, yeah. Were they the best? Were they the best boots? Were they? No, they just had Tommy Warren. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'll answer that one for Gaz. I think Gaz okay. played. I think Tommy played a lot of games. But when Gaz was there, I think Gaz played. Uh, oh, uh, Tommy, sorry, Tommy would only sort of got in 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 say in front of Gaz if Gaz was injured. If uh, I know Gaz had a bad ankle injury, and I think Tommy broke in uh, then, sort of thing. Sort of, I think Tom played in a, Tom played in a few positions as well, didn't he, Matt? Because he yeah. started as a central midfielder, yeah. so so sort of Tom fitted in in quite a few areas. And and as Macca said, the one season I had uh, my worst injury, Tom played a lot of games that year. So, it, but he did. He, I, I remember playing fullback, centre mid, right side. You know, played a lot of positions. Tom did. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, did you want to ask anything? Well, I'm, I'm going to pick out the best ones because I'm slightly worried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer gases. Don't worry. <laughs> I was going to take it a little bit more serious because, um, to be fair, Michael Yarbrough has asked, and it's a, it's a question that interests a lot of people. I think if we'd managed to make it into the Premiership back in the early nineties, do you think we'd have survived in there for any length of time, or do you think we'd have been straight back? I don't think we'd have been straight back. I honestly think if we was decent at the time, and I think Alan is, was was quite shrewd, uh, and I think it probably would have added maybe two or three, maybe four, or even more to that squad. And I think if it had gone that high, I think then the club would have would have invested. And I think we we had enough good players. I think also what a lot of people have got to remember is 
then we didn't have lads who came from like I know we had a few like from non-league that mo- that moved up, but majority of our players had played at a good level before, or they'd played in the championship quite a lot. That came to us, if you know what I mean. So they could have easily stepped up, easily. Do you, I think uh, I think this, I think our style of play suited higher levels. To be fair, yeah. um, so that that would have helped us. But yeah, Mac is exactly right. It would have all depended on the recruitment and stuff like that and what money I had to invest. But but what I would say is we would have probably got through a fair amount of time on the spirit that we had because there's a lot of teams gone into the Premiership and they've done, they've sort of excelled because of the, the spirit in the camp and the camaraderie. And, you know, I've played in really good, I've been in really good teams without that. There haven't been half as good as, you know, probably not as good teams with it. So that goes a hell of a long way. You don't You don't get any success without that kind of spirit and togetherness in a team and I think that's we had a, that in abundance at the time yeah. I mean you've obviously told us before Maka that you fancied you were good enough to play for Milan so you would have obviously fancied a chance in the Premier League yeah 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 AFC what, Milan, is that that clothes shop in Cleethorpes I just said that I just said that didn't I but, uh, no I think honestly it'd be nice to, to to have had a go at that you know to see what how far we we, we, we could have done Uh but like I said, majority of our players, what we had really good was lads had been there for about six or seven years together. So we knew each other's games in, in and out where, you know, some of the top teams would come and go every, what, every season. So we had probably like that advantage over a lot of teams, really. It's one of the things that Danny Butterfield said when we talked to him a couple of days ago. He said that he just remembers coming into the squad and he just he just remembers town just being full of men just leaders and people who would take it on the chin, have responsibilities. I'll tell you what you had. You had, you had a good bunch of conscientious lads who who cared if their performance was up to scratch. Um, yeah. And I mean, in different, a lot of different ways as well, because obviously I, I, I you know, I was a real worrier uh, because if I didn't do well with the ball, my other side of my game wasn't probably, you know, could have made me look too good. So, you know, and there's other players. You got, you got um, other players who won the ball a lot, you know, and and, and just generally, you know, that everybody cared that they come off that pitch and they they'd done their bit, sort of thing. And you didn't want to let each other down. I mean, Alan always used to say to us at times, you know, you're playing threes and fours, so you're a little unit. So you know, the centre halves and the full back either side, or myself and Matt the right side, or whatever, or the left hand side. You know, and, and you 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 work as a team, and you, you know, not one individual has a bad one. You have it together, sort of thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think that's how that's how we worked, and and you know, people knew knew their positions and what they needed to do, and if they weren't there, you know, you got told. So it, it, there was no uncertain terms about it. Well, you, is there anything you wanted to ask uh, Ian while you were going through? I was going to PD. Uh, some a guy comes up called PDA said he the two of you are absolute heroes. He loved watching both of you while he was sitting on a cold metal bar in the lower Findus. I mean, that sounds sounds uncomfortable <laughs> more than anything. It just um, makes us sound old. <laughs> <laughs> At least he said he wasn't stood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess. Gary, Gary, can I ask you a question? When obviously the exodus happened to, to West Brom with Alan and, and a lot of the players, were you were you given your your previous history? Were you disappointed that you didn't get the the nod or the ask? Um, I suppose Alan had to sort of see what he had at, at, he at take West all Brom. Really. Well, to be fair, he did say to us at the time, you know, no, and he couldn't take everyone, and he and you know, I was I was surprised he didn't take Macca. To be fair. Um, because, you know, well, Mackie could have played at a higher level, obviously, and, and would have done them good, I think. But but he obviously saw when he was there, he probably didn't need to strengthen that right side as much as he did the left. Yeah. So I presume that that was the case. And I suppose a little bit you think, you know, he's in the back of your mind. But at the same, by the same token, you know, you do appreciate that he'd have good players when he got there. So... I think our left-hand side, Gaz, was a little bit older than our right-hand side, if I'm honest. And I don't know if would that would have cost him more for our right-hand side than the left. Because you had, like, yeah. Aggie, you took, he took Diddy, 
Reesey. They, they were like the older players, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. He, and then he obviously took the really the younger ones that went, which was Paul Reese. That's a good like, point, Macker. He couldn't have afforded us, could he? That's a great exactly. point. Exactly. They, they couldn't have a hundred <laughs> quid. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I've got um. The other question, we did say it just before we started, but we don't usually ask anonymous questions, but this is far too, this is low-hanging fruit for us. <laughs> and they did ask, who parked their new car in the gaffer's parking space as he was treating him appallingly? I think it was Tommy Wood. Uh, it was Tommy Wood. Yeah, it was Tommy Wood with his blue uh, jag. Because uh, he had a bit of a fallout on the, at the training ground over, we was taking a free kick. I remember it bright, uh, clear, it was a free kick and you had like this imaginary wall in it. And Tommy went, that won't work. And he went, what do you mean? He said, that a bit the wall. So he went, right, get your boots. Off you go. Get back to Southampton. In other words, you know what I mean? I can't repeat on here. And he said, and take your blue jag with you. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Tommy had gone back and parked it in his spot. Because the best the thing was as well, um, Alan always had the best car, obviously, at the club and he loved his cars. And uh, and then Tommy turns up in this massive Jag, you know what I mean? Like a, and a new one as well. And it didn't go down well with Alan, I don't think. I'm not, I'm not sure he was impressed with that. No. What did Alan used to drive then? What Was, did it, was he known for anything? He Mercs. Yeah, he had always his Mercs at the time, yeah. 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 Now I know why it was He was anonymous. a car man. And now I know why it was an anonymous question because we, you know, who follows us on on Twitter, don't you, Ian? Old Tommy Woods. <laughs> sure, yeah. I spoke to him last week. I spoke to him last yeah, week. Yeah, Tommy Woods. Yeah, he was a great lad. Great lad. He was a great lad. Yeah. Is he after a right back and a right sider? Gaz has only touched. He can't afford us. <laughs> yeah. Not down at Kingsley. Even now, you right, you're not going to put it Kingsley either. Yeah, not that yeah. wheelchair is out. Makes me tired watching. Have you seen the state of their pitch? As <laughs> bad as ours in the nineties, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, we fair just... point. Yeah. Especially when they put them blowers on it when it was icy. Yeah, and then he just turned right. it up into a yeah on our side, Macca. Always, because our side was always the buggiest because that's where we used to run the most. Yes. On the other side was always dead bad guys because they never used to move. I've got to ask: Did you not switch sides at halftime at any point? Because you're saying it was always on your side. <laughs> We used, yeah, to pray, we, we used to pray <laughs> that we kicked off going towards the pontoon because if it was going to uh, the other end, that means we was going to stand next to Alan Buckley for the first half and he'd absolutely chew your ear off. <laughs> yeah. So we prayed that we went the other side, Finder's side. So while every other fan is pissed off that they've swapped ends, you two are doing a little high five with one another because you absolutely. know we're near Buckley. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was that one corner, wasn't it, Mac? Is that one yeah. corner where you was more than me, really? Yeah, your side was fine, wasn't it? Because it was nice and firm where you were. Didn't really touch the grass, though, did I? So it didn't really matter. No, you never just come back over the halfway line. Just sort of floated. <laughs> were, you, were you... You? Oh, no, I don't think you... I'm just trying to have a look. Because I'm trying to remember the game. in 90, We lost 3-0 to Oldham, which was Brian Laws's last game. I don't think you played Macca. Probably I don't not. know that's, why. That's probably why they lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lordy you... must have played. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you remember that, Gary? Because I remember the, it was the place was toxic, and I think we went two nil down after about thirty minutes. And a guy came on and sat on the centre spot. I that, was think... like a... that was me. That was you, was it? I actually don't remember because Macca remembers everything. He used to talk about everything. He's got a fantastic memory. Oh, I don't remember anything. I'm I'm terrible. I don't remember that game, especially if we lost 3-0. That would have been erased from my memory after about <laughs> 10 minutes yeah. after the game. Definitely don't remember the bad ones. Were you, were you disappointed you didn't get to, to play in the season after? Myself? Yeah. What? Well, yeah, well, that, that's my, yeah, my sob story, really. Um that I um, I was in my ninth season, um, and I was going. I, Brian Laws had offered me a contract at the Christmas, I think it was, or just before. And before I got a chance to sign it um, to take into my testimonial year, he'd been sacked. And uh, Kenny Swain took over for about three months and released me at Darren Rack's engagement party. <laughs> told me at the bar. Yeah, told me yeah, at the bar in Darren Rack's game after nine years. Yeah, then he went anywhere. And, uh, and then he went, and Alan come back. 
but to be fair, he'd already done his, his work by then. and So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I was really disappointed. I'm not sure because I was 32, 33, uh, but I definitely thought I could have played a part in that squad. I mean, he brought Kev Donovan in, who did really well for the team. Um, and so, you know, uh, but I definitely think if, you know, at times I could have been a good addition to the squad and had my testimonial season and maybe enjoyed all that, that season that was there. Yeah, yeah, that, that did stick in my throat a little bit because Quen, Kenny Swain, he only got the job for three months and he was off, so, you <laughs> know. Fuck you with the, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and told me at an engagement party, yeah. That was Which was nice. At that Broadley game, that was one of my favourite memories when Danny, when we took Danny North into the boardroom to interview players and he just went, I think I got sacked in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind, but I just bought Kenny a pint as well. He waited, <laughs> me to buy, he waited for me to buy him a pint before he told me. Oh, my God. I mean, that would yeah, have been yeah. nice. And even if you didn't get to play at Wembley, you could have at least taken that job off Tommy Widrington for the uh, punditry and got the uh, nice bit of money from it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Anything would have been nice, yeah, rather than that situation. Yeah, it was. That dis- disappointment, to be fair, I've got to say. Yeah, I'm not but, surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly disrespectful, I thought, but hey-ho. Definitely interesting timing, let's be honest. <laughs> but there we go. Um, well... I don't know if either of you have seen, but uh, Ivano Benetti is coming back to Grimsby to do um, well. And after get after fifty five quid a ticket, no way. Are we having to buy him a second time? (laughs) Yeah, no, not me now. I think he's bringing a lot of security with him. That's why. (laughs) There is Brian Laws living nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When obviously. Obviously, he was quite well. There was a lot of hype around him coming from obviously Juve and Sampdoria coming into Grimsby, and obviously a lot of hype from the fans. But what was it like for you as players coming in? Because I guess it was quite a different background to what you guys had been used to in terms of people rocking up as well. Macca, I'll be short and sweet because you've got loads of stories about him. So, uh, Ivano, fantastic lad, great for the club at the time. He, you know, he lifted everybody's spirits and he. He brought a bit of a different atmosphere to the club. Loved his time there. Got on with him brilliant. He was real good in the dressing room. Absolutely, yeah. A real good time having him there. Good. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, like you say, good. Like Gaz was already touched on him. Great lad. He couldn't knock him himself. He used to come around with a bit of an interpreter, interpreter, wasn't it? The Dario. Yeah. always being next to him. He was a good guy as well. Really good lad. But he, he came with like two other lads. Enzo and uh, I forgot yeah. the other guy, the, the other guy's name, and them two were shocking. But yeah, you, you were, we couldn't you, believe that. We couldn't work out is he is he really a good player? And then you don't, and then he was telling you stories of his mates were, which was yeah. like Paluca, Viali, and you're thinking, is he just telling porky pies? Are you like, you know, is he lying or what? And then he'd show you photographs that that he was actually there, but you still didn't believe that. Was it? Is it super? Because there wasn't the coverage at the time. There wasn't no. the coverage of all the foreign games at the time. But what he like? Gaz brought. He brought like a, a a different thing. He put the club on on the map, really. You know, with a yeah. fan base with the big flags. I've never seen flags with people's faces on them. Italian flags flowing around it. It was like unreal. But majority of the time, it was at home. He'd turn it on at home, and then away from home, he was. A, I don't know. Some games, he was a bit of a passenger. You know what I mean? And it was a bit of a luxury away from home. But at home, he was like, you know, Christ, he was unplayable. Unplayable. But, yeah. But in know. an unusual way, though, in an unusual way to me, because he wasn't like silky skills and, you know, do a little step over or a little trick and beat somebody. He would almost wrestle them. He would sort of yeah. get his back to defenders and almost grab them so they were behind him, so he was past them. It was really odd, and I, I found it really strange, because with being Italian, you think, you know, he's going to have all this and all that, but it wasn't yeah. like that at all, really. No, no. The great lad. Great lad. Enzo Gambaro's um, claim to fame is he's the, the lad on the Sabutio box, isn't he? He lasted, I think, about three minutes at Leicester away. Yeah. In a, he got, in a when he got put on, their crowd, Philbit Street, is quite close. They were in a fits of laughter. I think that's him there. 
he's the guy in the middle. Right, okay. Well, we couldn't believe it because when we came into training, we would, um, it, it, it became the thing, if somebody had a really bad training day, we'd say, you've had an Enzo. Because <laughs> he, he was that, he was, we couldn't, but we just thought he was a mate that um, Ivano brought over trying to get him in, you know, but a bit cheekily, really. He'd been nowhere, you know. And then apparently when he left us, he went back to one of the top Italian clubs and was on... Three-year deal, Three-year deal on ridiculous money. We could not believe what we were seeing. We wanted the same agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he played for he played for Sam Doria. He played yeah. 132 games for Parma in the 90s. He played for AC Milan, Napoli. Honest. Was that we on FIFA? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then he left us and went to play for Stern, uh, Stern Graz. Are they in? They're in Austria, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they were pretty big back then. Yeah, the, I just most... so you just assumed we... he was what like uh, Varno's version of Jimmy Five. You just thought he was his mate because we we, we like I said the the training ground thing was if you're having a bit of a nightmare you've had an Enzo and it that was yeah. what it stuck and you know and then when he went and we found out about his history and like where he went after that and we were absolutely gobsmacked, just wondering where we were going wrong. We was going to Whitley after that, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Were you invited to that, Gary? Because we're talking about it to to Italy for the Milan derby. I think every anybody who wanted to go was invited. Yeah, I think with yeah, me, yeah. Shaky, Varno was got on brilliant with everybody. You know, yeah. apart from Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Lord, you killed me. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> the best trip of your life, Magdalene. Absolutely crying, and you did because you give me food poisoning. <laughs> That's why we couldn't play at Luton because you were you, you you got food poisoning. I caught it off you, didn't I? Yeah, I played, but I come off. We was tuning a lot when I come off. Yeah, you had it a day before me. I still yeah. had it. Yeah, trot. I don't know what happened after that. We lost three two, so that you just work it out for yourself. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember being sat in the dressing room, hearing the goals going, thinking, "Oh bugger, now it's going to be close." First one, second one, he was, "Oh, there's my win bonus gone." Third one, I'm thinking, oh, for God's sake, I'm going to get a draw bonus now. And then everybody walks in and starts fighting. I thought, fantastic, what a day. <laughs> and all I'm thinking about is, what time are we going to the airport to go to Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to pick Ivana up. Did you see more of this fight then than John? Because John's told us that he walked in Yes, I was. Actually, because we'd had food poisoning, I, I'd lasted about 60 or 70 minutes or something. So I came off and I was actually sat in the dressing room as Ivano and Brian walked in after him. So I was actually ringside seat. Yeah. How yeah, you I saw it all perfectly. It was crazy. Yeah. They just started throwing things at each other and about five punches missed and then one. I don't know where it come from. It was an absolute haymaker. It was like he'd extended his arm by about three foot. Because everybody had stepped in the middle of them to separate them. And this arm came out from nowhere, over the top of everyone, and just caught him absolutely flush. It was it was crazy, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. But I was yeah, I was literally sat there. I I saw the whole argument unfold. It was it was crazy. I'll but the funny I'll... thing was the next the funny the next day did me was it me and you, Mac? I went to see Ivano in a hospital. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Ivano was. He was in hospital and he jumped up. Hey, doing lads, you're right, quite happy, quite, you know. He's got all the bruising and that. He said, Oh, I had this fruit. Do you want some fruit? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want the other? No, nah, no, nah, we're all right, mate. Anyways, the, the nurses come in and said, Guys, you'll have to go now because we've got calendar coming for the news to interview Ivano. So we said, Okay, off we went. Watch it on the news on the evening. Ivano's lying there. He's <laughs> always dead. Yeah, on his death. Me and Macca were like, he was jumping around the blooming hospital two minutes ago, and now all of a sudden he's like comatose. Yeah, like you've been in a car crash. Yeah, <laughs> you have expected him to come back to training with one of those neck braces on. Oh man, it was funny. <laughs> we all yeah. went out later on because uh, he took us all for pizzas, didn't he? He says, "Right, I need all your stories." Right, so he wanted the lads to sort of back him, but we yeah. we were caught between the two. So, yeah, you, you want to back your team, mate, but you also, you don't want to stitch your manager up and you don't want to ruin the club, you know what I mean? So, we were a bit neutral uh, between it all, really. So, you didn't know what... what... You didn't, Macca, because you was a kiss-ass. I, I told the truth. Oh, you would do, because you wanted the contract. Anyway, that's why you got released. 
Tell the truth for Ivano. <laughs> you should have gone the other way. That you'd have been the left. Yeah, fair point. Well made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dar- Darren Rack had your, uh, had your, Kenny Swain had your, uh, you know, uh, notebooked at that time, didn't he? Well, the thing about it was at the time, I think Kenny Swain was sat there, sort of rubbing his hands together when it happened because. I don't think he jumped in and helped anyone. And uh, and he was he came to the club wanting the manager's job, and they got put together. Really, you know, they, I don't think Brian picked Kenny, um, but they were both fifty fifty for the job, and so they more or less come to an agreement that they'd have it together. So Kenny was just sort of waiting in the wings for that job, and he was his eyes lit up when that happened. I think <laughs> he's on the he's on the phone to calendar. Is it? I'm not, bit, I'm not bitter against Kenny, of course. You understand that. <laughs> How much was that pint? <laughs> yeah, exactly. £3.46 to the penny. <laughs> uh, she remembers so that thought... though, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone said, Paisley Fred, if you have time, lads, ask Macker about his amazing suit choices of the past. Were they that bad? Or were they that Listen, good? Listen, I'm telling you now, right? Them suits at the time, they were all like Armani or Boss. I'm lying, I'm not kidding. And now, they might have been a bit flary, but that was the fashion. And then you look at the fashion now... <laughs> They said, you look at the fashion now, they wear them tight drain pipe pants, they're halfway up the shins, they've got no socks on. and they, they Halfway like, down the backsides. Yeah, they look like some, like a 12-year-old suit they've got on. They can't even fasten the buttons. Now, you watching another 20 years' time, they'll look back at these photographs and think, oh, my God, I've got a 10-year-old suit on. But them days, that's the fashion, guys, wasn't it? To be fair, he did look like you had Livo suit on at the time, half the time. Yeah, but that cardigan you wore was Starsky Notches. <laughs> li- My nan knitted me that. I had to wear it. Yeah, long pockets. That's why your wallet was right the way down to your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you grew into the suit. It never, I grew into it. You're kidding me. Are you still wearing it? <laughs> um, oh, let's have a quick look. Who, who else has the decent... I mean, Antonio Sarr, I don't think that's your real name, mate, uh, said, Gary, do you still enjoy a WKD? Is that still a... Even more so, these, especially now they've bought the Dark Fruit one out. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. It was the Iron Brew one before, but now it's the Dark Fruit one. You can tell but, you but guys I have, are on good fair, money. I have, mo- I have moved on. If, if I'm feeling really in the mood, I'll have a Di Serrano and Coke. So, <laughs> proper drink of me. Proper so, so you can tell you you guys were on money though. WKD, what was the one that we used to have in? What was the one that you used to, to get from Neto? No, that's still a name no, brand. Diamond White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Neto. That Neto down Freeman Street. Where the, Caribbean Caribbean White. Was in the cage. It was 70p for a big bottle. <laughs> Mad Dog, that was ours. You weren't yeah. in on the cheese and wine nights then with Macca and Galley? No. Oh, I, oh couldn't, I couldn't last... We're Gally, don't put me in the same, even in the same room as Gally when it comes to having a drink. Uh, I, I remember we went out one night. Actually, we was at Macca's, Macca was doing a speaking do, and um, oh, uh, went to yeah, and uh, we walked in and got, there was me, Gally, Macca, and another friend of ours, and um, and and, the, and a friend of ours said, "Oh, what do you want to drink, guys?" So I said, oh, "I'll have a, a wicked." Macca said he'll have whatever, and he said, "Gally, what do you want?" Gally went. I'll have a bottle of wine, please. Yeah. <laughs> Full bottle, bottle of red, wasn't it? Yeah. bottle yeah. of red. Yeah. Who was it that was... Was it Danny Butterfield that was saying earlier when Gally used to get on the bus, he used to have the wine in a bag and he used to clink all the way down to the back of the bus? Oh, all that... the lads did. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> yeah. All the lads had bottles of beer in the thingy for on the way back. They'd be clanking all yeah. over the place, yeah. Or you had a McDonald's and you poured it in your McDonald's. Poured the milkshake out. You poured that in. Drank it through that. Yeah. You had your overnight bag. Sorry, Gary. I just said to say... Yeah, we had all our gear with us at the time. There'd be a few beers on the coach, but we'd all have our gears. And we'd all be getting changed on the back of the bus. And Alan Buckley would be going mad. He could smell the aftershave going on and everything. And he'd be like, what's going on? Just go home, you lot. Just go home. He He wasn't happy at all, was he, Matt? He wasn't when we asked him for the lift. <laughs> what at the end of a night? End of the match. Yeah. End of the match. Yeah. You couldn't drop us down the pier, could you? Like, Jesus, they're shaking to make these though. I do love that idea that that Alan's dropping you all off. I don't want you. I want you back in bed before <laughs> half ten. 
<laughs> well, put it this way, you already know the answer to that one, don't you? <laughs> Short short. The Monday mornings he used to come in and tell us off. I've heard about you lot. I've heard about you lot. He used to hate it, didn't he? Yeah. Did he used to have people out there then telling reporting back? Oh, all the time. Yeah. He knew everything. Alan would know yeah. something in half an hour. And you'd think, how's he yeah. known that? And then on a Monday like Gaz had come in, he'd come in because Alan didn't drink and he could smell it from a mile off if anyone been out on the night before. So he'd come in and go, I can smell it. Someone's been out. And you'd have it all sat down, you'd go around and look in your eye, and, and everyone's eyes go, look at your eyes, look at your eyes, you've been out, you've been out. And he'd get it right, wouldn't he? He'd yeah, everyone. Yeah. The, he'd nail it, he'd nail it. And, he'd, and he'd, someone said, oh yeah, you was in the pier, or you was in JD's, you think, how's he know that? How the yeah, hell yeah. does he know that? You know, but he knew it quicker than what we did. Well, yeah. I got the idea that he sort of somehow turns off the music at JD's. And tell you what to go get out. <laughs> if he could have, he would have. Believe me. If he could have got in, he would have done. Yeah. He'd have dragged us out by our ears, I'm telling you. I reckon that's going to be Bruce that's one of them spies, Alex. Oh, honestly, did the old time yeah. about Alex Ferguson and all these about Man United and all that while they were like sort of uh, under like a father figure type thing or school? He was like a school teacher to us. Yeah, if, I yeah. could, if I could put Alan as like a a mannerism sort of thing. Have, have you ever seen the movie Kez? Yeah, yeah. The, the old PE teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that That's him. That's that him. Was a, yeah. Nutshell, in it, Gaz? Yeah, absolutely. Because he used yeah. to train me, Alan. Alan used to join in. And that's what he was like. We are like him. If you didn't give him the ball, he'd smash it all up. Oh, the glare. <laughs> the glare was, you, you yeah. just wanted to walk home, yeah. If he you didn't want to be in his team. He never wanted no. to be in his team. <laughs> Were you never surprised that he put himself down on the squad list at one point? Just, you know, if you've got any too, too short of injuries, you're worried that you're going to get a new new strike partner. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> was just uh, over that age, but Arthur Mandy, didn't he? Arthur Mandy yeah. was in the... Oh, he's the fittest man ever, a good player. Yeah, I mean, so... When the gaffer first started, when we first started, when he first took over, I used to, join, like I said, join in training. And some of the finishing he could... Honestly, I've never seen... I mean, Kenny Daglish yeah. was a great finisher for me, like, you know, the way he backed in. But Alan was like that. His touch was yeah. class, and then his finishing, he'd just bend it in off the post every single time. Amazing finisher, and you could tell, like... But he'd it, not make it not make, silly, make, it, it make himself a yard as though he was going to try and bend it, but then as the player stuck his leg out, he'd stick it through his legs in yeah. the bottom corner, time after time. Dinker yeah. over goalkeepers and... Say, you you could see how he'd got such a great ball. record. Oh, unreal, but... I can imagine him falling out with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you didn't give him the ball and that, Christ. To feet. To feet. Yeah. 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 What was, were there, were there any away matches that you guys looked forward to? I guess, did you stay over most places, a night at most places, or was it a rarity? Anything over three hours normally, or two, yeah. three hours you'd stay over. Anything, but up to three hours you'd stay over. Do you ever get caught sneaking out? Only in pre-season. Only yeah, in no, not through, not through the season. Nobody, uh, genuinely, nobody really did go out uh, Friday evenings or anything like no. that. Thursday, you know, like I said before, joking apart, great team spirit. You'd all have a beer together, but you know, right pretty time. conscientious bunch of lads. You know what I mean? And when he got, when you did it right, you did it right, sort of thing. You know, the, you know, you worked hard and you played hard, sort of thing. Yeah, that's good to know. Or you're ruining the reputation of this team from the nineties, you know, by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> to be, hey, there were some fantastic drinkers there in the daytimes and whatever. Some of them went out, and I don't know how they did. It. I don't know they even trained the next day. Some of them, one or two, I won't know names, but I would not go out for a drink because I weren't. I weren't a big drinker. I was like, I like socialised, but I weren't a big drinker. But some of them could really drink, and they go out all day the day before, come in the next morning, and train better than me. It was like ridiculous. They used to drive me crackers watching them like running around, thinking. You know, you've been out all day, absolutely leathered, and you, you can you can beat me to every bloody you know yeah. anything we're doing. It, it was it was like that. They were they were they were a real good bunch, but you know they knew the limitations as well. They knew some could do it and still do put turn it on, you know. And there's some of us that couldn't really, so we we had to sort of do it in a in the right time, yeah. in the right times. Yeah. Wilco Gary wanted to ask, what was your favourite goal at town? Do you have a favourite? 
there's a couple probably that I liked Sheffield United away. Um, I liked the Norwich City at home. But probably my favourite because it was early doors for me at town and it was against the local rivals was Hull City um, in a, in the cup and um, yeah that 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 one it was in extra time and everything so you know it, all yeah it all sort of all went to being a special goal for me that. To be fair, that's actually one of the questions that we've been asked. Uh, did you remember the goal and what can you remember from the uh, the game against Coventry in the following round as well? Well, I, I remember the goal really, really well because, um, like I say, it was one of the ones that, you know, it made me feel as though I, you know, I was at the, at the club and, and there to say, oh, I've got it on there, yeah. Well, just before that, a few minutes before that, I did an almost identical shot and hit the crossbar, I think. So I thought, oh, that, that was it. And then I think it was Gary Burtles, was it, laid it to me inside. Yeah. And to be fair, it was extra time, so I probably couldn't run any further with it anyway. So <laughs> it, was just getting, it was just getting it. So, uh, yeah, and um, no, the, 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 like I say, being against Hull, um, the fans love that, obviously. And there was, there was a fantastic thing in the paper, like with a picture of me with long hair and a tash with a, a rifle standing on a tiger and, like, you know, which which um, which I've always kept the clips of, which you know, it's a, yeah, it's a special memory that. With a gun on top of the, a rifle on top of the Ross Tiger, I don't yeah, even remember that. No, with me, like, like I'm the like I'm the um, hunter. Oh, okay, sorry. Like I, I was the hunter with my foot on the tiger. You know what I mean? So I was a. Yeah. That's my you fault. I it, thought, yeah. like, the, on top of the Ross Tiger, like the old ship in the centre of town. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've still got that clip, so. That's amazing. Um, what about you, Macca? Did, uh, did you have any performances with Gary that you really enjoyed from him or any goals that, or memories that stick out on the pitch? Uh, I'm trying to think, like, the, the goals I scored with, with Gaz, I think. Oh, uh, I don't. Know. I think I'm not sure if Gaz played in it. There was Oxford. There were more clearances, weren't they? Oh, Matt? Millwall. Remember, we played at Millwall, uh, and I scored at Millwall away, uh, and me and Gaz was playing. But it was like at the old uh, Millwall ground, the Den. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember and what they sang, Matt? Oh my God! Right, there were fans who were that close. You know what I mean? So when we went to take a throw in, there was darts getting thrown at us. There was darts, you were getting spit on. Oh, it was horrendous. So every time I remember I got... it because I had my long hair and tash. Yeah. And they were singing, Who, Who's the Gypsy on the Wing? And I thought it was uh, Terry Airlock that was singing. And it was you. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's a Sheffield Terry... one. That's a Sheffield one. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that one. So, so it's got yeah, some good, Sheffield But at that so, Sheffield you... one, I remember talking to a friend of mine who's a Mad Grimsby fan. And he said, oh, I was at Sheffield United that night. I was out with him one night. He said, I was at Sheffield one night. And, oh, great, fantastic result. I'll always remember um, Trigger's goal. Um, <laughs> who, who, Macker, who was it who scored the goal? The tri- it was Trigger. Um, yeah, Nicky Southall. Nicky Southall, sorry. Yeah. And he went, I'll always remember Nicky Southall's goal that night. So I looked at him and I went, what? And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah. night that was. He hadn't remembered mine. Yeah, Nicky Southall's yeah. were about three deflections and he edited it in from about five yards. I saw the best one trigger? Never mind. Hey, Gaz. Trigger, oh, Nicky Southall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same, Gaz. I, I, scored the be- I scored the best goal of Sheffield United, didn't I, though? Top corner. <laughs> yeah. But it was, out, oh, it was an own goal. <laughs> 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 it was an own goal last last seconds of the game, wasn't it? We got beat 3 2. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Is it as good as Alan Poughton's one from about halfway line where he just oh, booted no, no, it over that, everyone? That, that, that one, and I seen. I remember Justin Whittle scored one when he kicked it forward, and it went over his head like a like a like a drain pipe. But back over his head, the wind blew back in and went lob mildy. It was unbelievable. But I remember Pouts just Pouts Oh, there's a Norwich one, yeah. A great tackle, and he ended up smashing the lad, but he ended up going in. <laughs> yeah, about forty-five <laughs> yards out. That was yeah. Oh. And then, uh, okay, so BB's come and said, apart from Charlesy, who would feature in a town Tash best 11? He's got Steve <laughs> Sherwood, Tony Reese, Cockers. Anyone at that time? God. Yeah. It's only you that was remembered for it. 
Yeah. Oh, I got pelted for it all the time. But I had the long hair with it, didn't I? It was yeah. just you were half the task, Gaz. You I look like, yeah. I, I look like, yeah, I had a little bit nod at the top, so I look like D'Artagnan. Yeah. <laughs> Is that <laughs> what you were going for? No, it wasn't, no. I thought it, I thought it looked good at the time. But, oh, it, but I blame Macca and the lads around me. They should have told me it looked stupid. Yeah, no, you made us look good. Be my for, friends. He made us look good, so that's why we made him keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Standing next to him in the pier. Is that yeah, what it was? Absolutely. Yeah. Where's that one? Oh, that's Bradford, is it? Yeah, that was Macca's goal, yeah. Oh, clearance. Yeah. That was me left foot, that as well. A clearance or a tackle? Left foot. You never you never scored uh, boring goals, did you, Macca? No, there weren't that many, but... Uh, I didn't mind a strike. I think to be fair, Dine whenever was... he got near goal and it was like a one where he had to finish it properly, he just like against Tottenham when we should have should have put us through Mac. Then oh Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. He... Chelsea. <laughs> oh Chelsea, Chelsea at home, yeah. Yeah, no, he's his bottle left him then. If he swung his leg at it and it connected, he was all right. You know what? Anything, mind, anything cultured, I... he was struggling. I scored like five goals in exactly in the same position as that. And they all yeah. went in. And I, yeah. I was gutted that I missed that one. Yeah, you was must that have the been good. For... Uh, Hullet and uh, Mark Hughes in, was it? Yeah, that was the one where we could have knocked him out. It was the last couple of minutes, and I, I, I dragged it a little bit and went wide. Uh, and then we got the replay and got beat down there. But I gave everyone a chance to play at Stamford Bridge, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, it's for us to get battered. Yeah, they put in... this is this is very niche. But you know, those there's those floodlights now underneath the upper fenders. I think they put them in for that Chelsea game, didn't they? Because it wasn't bright enough for the telly. I don't know. What made me laugh was they used to say uh, Green was shocking, you know, like unlucky for Grimsby. And they used to say the goalkeepers can't play in Green. Yet they put all this uh, uh, temporary seating in, didn't they, in the corners? They they were all Green. Do you assume they got. Yeah, but that's because they bought them cheap, Macca. That was the only colour they could get. Yeah. Yeah. There's a golf club. There's a golf club. Wentworth are running around wondering where their 18th hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a choice. That was what they could get. Yeah. Could do with them back now. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Did Did you get to go to Wembley, Gary? I don't know if you did. You go or I never got to play at Wembley. No, no, no. That was a season I went twice, and it was yeah. yeah. Keep bringing it up. Why don't you? Sorry, mate. I didn't know if you went along. Along. <laughs> Along, no, like... I went to watch. Yeah, I went to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah, of course, I did. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that made it worse. Sorry, Ian, what have you got next, mate? Have you? I'm gonna have a quick look through these because these guys have all got the questions are all the same. Basically, <laughs> what <Wow>. nightclub <laughs> did you go to? <laughs> Here's one for both of you, all of them. A lot of massive names from the uh, from in town fans' memories from them. But who was the most underrated player for you that you played with at town? Right. Can I say this one? And then Gaz, if you, I think Gaz will probably agree. I bet you. The player I thought was underrated, and he did a great job, uh, was Kev Joblin. For me, Kev Joblin underrated because he played left back, right back, left wing, right wing, centre mid. He must have played everywhere. And I don't think i ever seen Kev have a, a bad game, ever. And I mean ever. And, and he was the hardest about... player to play against in training. He was yeah. like a rash when you played against him. He was a King real Clad good Z. defender. King Cladzi played Man City away. Alan went, right, you're going to man-mark him. And I've never seen King Cladzi never got a kick. He, and yet he tortured teams, he did. And then the week after, he went, right, jobbers, go and mark uh, Glenn, uh, Chris Waddle go and sort him out and he sorted it he never got a kick Chris Waddle went right wing left and he followed him everywhere but jobbers would never mourn about where he ever had to play he just wanted to play but like I said he was fit as anything he did players and he was deceivingly you know he, he wasn't slow Kev everyone thought oh, he was one he, he'd have a strong pace about him but he mm. could kick it with his left foot. He could kick it with his right foot. Yeah, he played either Just fullback, didn't he? Proper, quite equally, yeah. proper squad top man player. But I always remember at the end, right at the end, he'd been there about 10 or 11 years, Kev. And he got most improved player. <laughs> <laughs> and he was nearly 30. That's got to hurt. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, do we do one? Once that one. 
and Jobbers <laughs> got it. But yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, Jobbers was great. I suppose whether it's the same thing. The most unappreciated player I thought who got a lot of stick out of out of turn was Tony Reese because um, it, it 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 didn't score probably the amount of goals that Clive did or someone like that. But as a player playing with somebody, Tony Reese, he would. He tackled like a defender. He was always available. I'm not. You just. I could. The man could pass me the ball. I didn't have to look. I could put the ball in an area, and Tony would be there. You know. Um, and and he just. He, he was just. And when you talk about conscientious lads and good lads who you want in your team, he was one of them you wanted in the trenches with you. But he, the fans didn't always appreciate him. I didn't think. Maybe I'm wrong, but didn't get the impression he got the. You know, respected deserve. I thought you wouldn't have liked playing with Tony Reese after having to chase all them back heels. <laughs> he made my career, to be fair to him. Replaced him. Yeah. What was uh, so? I mean, uh, there's a question we, we probably should come to you in, in as we wrap it up, sort of talk about is there one story you like to talk about with town? I know Mac has talked about his. Um, is is being cruelly cut away from going to Italy? Are there any other stories that you quite like? And while you're thinking about that, um, Gary, who is the best right back you ever played with? Is a question from Joe Turner. Um, well, Maka was the only one I played with at town, so he's going. <laughs> about... uh, but I will say, Maka made the best dummy runs I've ever known in the game because he would he would pass me the ball, set off past me. I would go inside, play one, two off Tony Reese and get a shot or do something. And then as Macca was running back past me, I'd go, great run that, Macca. Well done, son. Do it ne- next time. Because he'd take about three people away with him. So, and then, then Macca would give me a smile. Run that, Macca. Five minutes later, running past me again. Great run, Macca. Well done. Never giving him the ball, to be fair. Never giving him, <laughs> but he would just keep going all day and all day. Big smile on his face as he run back. Well done, Macca. Well done. But I said to him, I saved him. I saved him a... I made his career because I didn't give him the ball half the time so, to cross into the stand. It so. took me eight years to realise what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why my calves are that big. My calves, people who sit with your calves are massive. And I thought, yeah, because I'm always doing his running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally get the ball after eight years. And, and I guess, Maka, yeah, who was years. the best right winger you ever played with? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you can't pick me because he never really played with me. I never give him the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've said it before. I said I'm not just saying it because he's because he's here on the on the thing. But I mean, Kev was a great understanding, great link up. Tommy, same, very, very same. They were all similar, you know, the way we played because that's how we, you know, Alan wanted to, to play. But because guys, I said this before. Because we come from fourth division at the time, fourth division, and then you go up the league, and then we, we went all the way up through the leagues, really, championships. So we've gone through like three leagues together, testing ourselves against different players all the time at, at the level. So I'd have to say, Gaz, because of because of that, and the years that we played together as well, the amount of years we played together. So I guess, well, I guess one question is, what was the worst away trip you both went on? Is there any away trip that really sticks out? In I your think mind? it might be the same, Macca. Was it the, the day you you got to another backside and I I got taken off because I wasn't helping you at all? I couldn't, that, I couldn't that help you. Reading. Reading, exactly. Uh, who, what was his name? The winger, Jilks, Michael Jilks. Jilks. He could catch pigeons, and neither of us could get near him. Uh, oh. It was strange, wasn't it? Because like he was all left foot. And he yeah. was rapid. I mean, the lad shouldn't have even been a footballer. He should have been a runner. He, yeah, I think sprinter. he comes second in the 100-metre sprints at Wembley. That's how fast he was. He yeah. was rapid. But Alan Buckley used to play... Because not many people West. did you, Macca, to be fair. No. I mean, to be fair to Matt, you know, the, 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 I can't remember another lad who who, who who got the better of you. You know, not just saying that. Okay. I can't really. Alan, Alan used to say, right, show him the line. Show him down the line. Now, showing him down the line, I thought, well, normally in a match, you can get tight to someone, you know what I mean? Or you, if you knocked it from five yards in front of you, nine times out of ten, I'd get it first. But this kid, this kid could knock it about 15 yards in f- facing you, knock it, and still get 15 yards past you. 
And you think, and you were quick, Mac, yeah, yeah. And I was quick. And I, I remember Alan said, just show him the line. He can't cross it. He's useless. He'll go over the bar. <laughs> he was like John Barnes. He was. He was brilliant he was, that day. He was it was like that Polish goalkeeper, goal. wasn't it, that day then? Goal. He just had a worldy. Oh, and then we said, right, we'll show him inside on his right foot. So I showed him inside on his right foot. And he was crap. Wasn't he? he was just running into people, yeah. And then Buckley went, I got off his bench and shouted to me, What have I told you? Down the outside, down the outside. And then that advert, remember the advert when the kid come off the the uh, the bloke was covered in mud going, I want to be in goal. Remember that advert he was covered in mud? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. would like him, I would like him. Yeah. And Buckley, and I'd already been dragged at that point, yeah. so. <laughs> He said to me, I've got a lad at home, my son, Adam, he's about nine at the time, wasn't he? He went, he could have kicked him harder than what you did. And I went, kick him? I couldn't get anywhere near him. <laughs> yeah, couldn't get anywhere near the bloke. So, yeah, yeah, he, he that, was that, uh, be, That would be the worst trip I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Unbelievable. I, it, it, normally, I'm, they're always over Christmas for me. Christmas Boxing Day used to be a nightmare. It doesn't matter if I stayed in, went out, had a Christmas dinner, didn't have a Christmas dinner. I don't know what it was over Christmas Boxing Day. I was shocking every year for some reason. It was the quality streets. It must have been. But <laughs> I, I, might, I mean, sometimes I didn't even eat them. I went for a run and I was still crap. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Funny Tommy. You were too full of the joys of Christmas. That's what it was. Too much of the Christmas spirit. Too kind I, to I everyone. It was the lad's Christmas. It's probably it's probably because he had to buy some people some presents and he was gutted. That's it. Probably didn't get over the shock. <laughs> Are there any? So I, I've got. There's no question for it, really. Are there any questions? If you what if you guys get together and talk, is there any particular events that you do talk about? In terms of, I guess that you can talk about on here. Any memories at all that everyone would like to hear? Oh, uh, everything we, everything that's ever gone on in our careers, we've talked about. Because we worked at college for like yeah, however many years. And it was just like being in the dressing room again. Yeah, We would just sit and remember stuff and uh, sit and belly laugh and tears in your eyes on a daily basis. And yeah. it was just every story that ever happened all, all the time. Mac, fat, uh, best storyteller you'll ever meet, Macca, so yeah. I just used to sit there and just enjoy, yeah. You but the trouble was, towards the end, I'd heard him over and over again about 50 times, so that, that got a bit... But the still thing that, is, with Gaz, though, like Gaz funny. says, Gaz can't remember much, so you can tell him a story one week, and a week later, he's already forgot it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd laugh again. Yeah. I'd laugh again, yeah. But to well, be fair to you, Mac, every week you told it, you got a better story. He embellished always, it that much I every time. a little bit on dinner, a little bit more. Yeah. And then this plate of chicken sandwiches came over the top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was you that put that random chicken in there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That was thrown, to be fair. It's just you just having a time of your life, is it, Gary? Just throwing it over the top. <laughs> Gaz's fault. Gaz's fault. I would have been in Italy if it weren't for Gaz. <laughs> I've probably been playing there now. You and Pagelica, uh, yeah. best mates. Yeah. Sat on the, sat no, on the you never got him past Enzo. No, no chance. No. I'd have been manager now. <laughs> He's there leading his team out at the San Siro. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, honestly. What did Crazy. you was, are there any others that you'd like to tell us, Mac, or any stories that you've got that you love to talk about? Oh, I mean, I don't you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got long enough, you. lads. Yeah, honestly, you ain't got long enough. No, I mean, <laughs> like you guys said, we, we had Matt Bloomer at the college. Uh, we could talk about when they were kids. Uh, there's loads, you know what I mean? So the best thing for me is when we have all the reunions and then even some some of the other lads tell stories about it and stuff, you know what I mean? And I mean, Because they were fantastic kids. days because a lot of the time, and, and you know, we weren't scrutinised back in the day like they are now and stuff. So, you know, the characters were real characters and funny and, you know, could absolutely be themselves all the time, you know, so... Just some fun, funny lads, hilarious lads at that club. Even at the on time. the bus, it was just you know, a pleasure going down to the games and stuff. The pranks that got played on the bus, you yeah. know, like when you're going down to the hotels and. What was know, the worst prank? Well, oh, Mark, Mark Lever, Mark Lever, he used to. They used to be sitting there with tables and we used to play cards, and 
And when you're sitting there, and Mark Lever used to come up behind, he used to take the light bulbs when they were really hot out of the yeah. out of the, the the lamp, and he'd come and burn your neck with it. Yeah. Absolutely jump out your seat. They that proper stung, didn't it? But then you've got to go home and explain that mark on your neck. <laughs> looks like a look like but he give Reese yeah. Wilmot he give Reese Wilmot a burn on his on his neck and it was like three degree burns, wasn't it? He had to go to yeah, the yeah. hospital. Yeah. And then like he used to walk down with the I remember making Alan Buckley guy had to make his tea all at home, didn't he? So I had yeah. to go down and he had four cups of uh, tea and coffee between like there was him, Pete Fano another director that had been half the man. And I've got four in my hand. And you can imagine walking down the aisle of a bus, can't you? You know what I mean? On the motorway, rocking all over. And I just went to turn around to give Pete Fano ease. And Mark Lever's come behind me and whipped me kegs right down my ankles. And I'm talking follicle. <laughs> and as Pete Fano was turned around, me bits are nearly enough in his head. In his face. <laughs> and he's like... And I'm trying... <laughs> And I'm trying to balance four coffees and try and pull my pants up at the same time. <laughs> I just can't do it. My pants were down my ankles. It's a good job you weren't very well blessed, Mackie. You'd have had his eye out, wouldn't you? He killed me. Buckley was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? Because that was your fault. Oh, yeah, good job he didn't look properly. I was blinded him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And his mate next drink. to him. Would have had him and all. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I mean, I think we've got a, being start bollock naked. Well, start bollocks out in front of Peter yeah. Ferno is a pretty good place to end. <laughs> yeah. Where can you go from there? <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully the yeah. uh, let's just hope the coach didn't break hard yeah. at the same time. I know. <laughs> oh. Right, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for listening. Gary, thank you so much oh, for joining us. Jesus. Macca's, Macca's, Macca is uh is, is internet is giving up as we speak. Uh so uh thank you very much. Ian, thank Cheers. you so much as well. Lads. I'll leave that there and then we'll speak.